Hello, listeners. This is First in Gold with Freddie and Pete, a football podcast with everything 49ers first. Sheesh! We got um, week one tomorrow against Detroit. Uh, we had three preseason games, uh, two W's out of those three. What uh, so far from what you saw from the, the breakdown of the 53 that made the team, uh, let's kind of start with, you know, what you thought about the quarterback position and we'll, we'll go from there. I, yeah, I think the just keeping the two quarterbacks on the, the, the 53 man roster, I think it works because um, you got you got a lot in Trey Lance. So even if Jimmy does get hurt, Trey Lance right. seems like he's going to be a pretty durable guy. They yeah. probably won't ask a lot uh, of him if it's if he gets Jimmy gets hurt in the game. They'll probably lean more on the run just so that. If something did happen to Trey Lance, you know, they don't have another backup. But then they could prepare for next week and bring Nate Sudfield back up, and then they'd have two quarterbacks on the roster again. So if that yeah. happens, I think that's the, the route they'll go. Uh, I, want, I want nothing to do with Nate Sudfield. I mean, I don't I don't want to see him ever have to no, dress more, for a game. But, yeah. yeah. It's more of an emergency, you know. Sure, sure. Um, I agree with you. Uh, I think keeping two, and we'll touch on the, the D-line, but I think because of how many defensive mm-hmm. linemen we kept, um, I don't need to see three quarterbacks dress every week. I think having both of those guys, you know, you have your your um, your starter and Jimmy and the Ferrari that's, you know, waiting in the garage to come out. And I think it makes sense to have those two. And then depending on how they uh, scheme and play, you know, one or both in a game uh, to keep, you know, both of them fresh uh, is, is the right way to go. So uh, I like it. You know, let, let's keep the two on the you know, on the roster, obviously, um, and, and yep. keep self field on the practice squad. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, hopefully backs, never on the field. Never, never running backs, man. I know we had some tough decisions there, but, you know, they kept uh, hasty and obviously sermon um, and our starter yep. and Mostert, um, Elijah Mitchell. Um, you feel like we could have done anything different, maybe kept Gallman or uh, maybe signed uh, Todd Gurley, who I know you're big on. Um, what, who? I don't even know who that guy is. <laughs> I still, I still think we should have got Gurley. I, I don't know. Why to pay me. a guy what eight million to sit on the bench and not produce? Like no, no. There's a reason. He, no, he scores touchdowns. He had like what twelve or fourteen uh, touchdowns yeah. last year. Uh, I'm just saying, man. He, like, he only performs when he's close to the the <laughs> O line. Hey, sometimes that's all you need, man. I just need to be yeah. to get the ball in that zone, you know. <laughs> he, so he waits for somebody else to do all the dirty work and get you down there <laughs> in your line. Hey, put hey, me, I'm feeling good hey. now. That's a, that sounds that sounds a lot like you, man. You don't let somebody else do the work. You come in, you know, you just clean right. up a little bit. You know, right. Paul and Garrett drink all your beer, and then in the morning you come in and, and you know throw it all away. I get it, man. All right, so yeah, no, um, I was pretty surprised with uh, with them keeping keeping Elijah Mitchell over Wayne Gallman, but um, and maybe he he provides a little bit more than Gallman does. Um, with the special teams and, and the needs that they, they're going to need there because they have so many people on the defensive line. So, and it looks like Elijah is going to be a potential returner and possibly a gunner, something like that. Uh, Jamichael Hasey, you couldn't risk putting him on the practice squad because he was just so dynamic and yeah. tearing up the field in, in preseason. <clears throat> he, he led the league in preseason in rushing yards. So um, yeah, he, he definitely earned his spot on, on this, uh, on this roster, especially with uh, Jeff Wilson being out. So, yeah, I think they had to do what they did and, and to se- secure that. And these guys seem like they're going to mean more to the team than possibly Ballman would have. 
Yeah, I, I, I'm going to echo what I said about the quarterbacks. I mean, Josh Rosen had a chance to make the team, and he just couldn't beat Nate Sudfield. And he can talk about lack of reps or whatever excuse he used, but I look at Wayne Gallman, and to me it's a similar scenario. Uh, Wayne had some had some uh, opportunities in camp and obviously in, in some preseason games, and I don't, uh, I don't think uh, the Niners saw enough to say, hey, like we're gonna, you know, keep waiting or or bump out Hasty or or Elijah, who we just drafted, um, for hoping that Gallman works out. Plus, you know, the other guys are a little bit cheaper in terms of uh, cost to the the salary cap. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I love the running back core that we kept and that we have. I think they're all very different, and uh, the way that they're schemed. Uh, is, is going to be interesting. And I told a buddy, uh, a close buddy of mine from college, who's a huge Jets fan, uh, who I know will probably listen to this year, you know, at some point over the weekend, um, that I don't think we saw Shanahan play his hand at all during the preseason. I think we saw maybe, you know, a two or 3% of, of what he's going to want to do. But mm-hmm. it could also just be him trying to see what option B or C would look like instead of going with option A or, or the first read. Uh, and then tweaking the play and then mirroring it. So maybe it's now going to go to the other side, which a lot of coaches do. Uh, so they never, so they'll run a play, but then they're really only running it to see what B, B and C read does. is. Right. Yeah. And they're not really going to the A read, but then what they'll do in the, in the regular season is they'll use that play, but then mirror it on the other side. So they'll use the opposite side of the field to do it, but then go to the A read. So it's just a way to disguise and mask it. So that way, like when you run it in week seven, you know, against, uh, you know, the Colts, um, we did it maybe in preseason, but it was a different outcome, right? A different look, yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that's what Shanahan did. He probably was just playing around with that. Uh, but running back wise, man, I think we're going to be set. I'm interested in the receivers yeah. because um, I think you and I both are really high on Jalen Hurd. So what do you think right now? Do we need to go and get a guy uh, like, a, you know, uh, Nikhil Heary, you know, uh, from uh, the Patriots, who I know you love? Um, or are you happy with what we got? <laughs> I don't know why you keep saying all these trash guys. I love all these trash guys. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, the wide receiver core is going to be pretty interesting, especially now that it's down to five. Jalen Hurd yet again yeah. having another injury. Yeah, uh, um, pretty surprising there. But um, they still have the Insimble Walker, I think, on the practice squad and <clears throat> Travis Freeman available, which well, I think Sim- 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 that'll on probably the, uh, on the Bears. Simba's on the Bears now. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. so they, they got, uh, Travis Benjamin, I think he'll probably be the call-up because he can provide yeah. special teams um, work there. So yeah, uh, either possibly as a returner or, again, a gunner or something like that. Uh, so I think that would be a possibility. Otherwise, I like the the prospects of Jawan Jennings. Uh, he looks solid. Um, yeah. Nothing like super dynamic, not a speedy guy, but he runs yeah. solid routes and has pretty solid hands. Um so, I mean, I wouldn't want to see him as a starter, but as a third or fourth option, you know, I think that would be pretty solid. Most oh, of the oh, time, oh. though, we're not going to see any of these third, fourth guys anyway because, you know, how Shanahan runs it. And we got yeah. Kittle, so Kittle's going to be on the field 90% of the time um, because he can do so much. He can catch, he can block. And then the other time, other parts of the time, you're always you're going to see uh, Kyle Juszczyk on the field too, so. And you got guys like Brandon Ayuk and, and yeah. Debo Samuel. If they both stay healthy, they're going to be yeah. on the field. And you're not going to see too much of Trent Sh- uh, Sherfield or Mohamed Sanu. Maybe sp- sprinkled in here and there, but otherwise it's mostly going to be 
uh, two wide receiver, wide receiver sets. See, I, 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 imagine. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I, I think Trent Shurfield ended up being the best statistical receiver out of the three, depending on how much Debo actually plays this year. Cause he's, he has, he hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. Like he's been missed games and I, you missed games last year. So if we're going to go off the assumption that you play 17 games, sure. I think I used to leading statistical receiver on the team. If he doesn't, yep. I think Shurfield just by the way he plays, uh, and how impressive he's been could end up being like one of those guys that just ends up getting the most catches or the most yards out of the three if the other if the other two miss games. I will tell right. you this with Juwan Jennings, I think his cap or his ceiling is very similar to I'm gonna give you three names that he reminds me of. And and I know you know who these guys are. So Mosi Muhammad, Marcus Colston, and uh Rod Smith when he was in uh playing for Shanahan's dad in Denver. Very, they he just has some of those tendencies and qualities of those three guys. And what I mean by those three guys, none of those guys were like breakaway fucking 230 you know, in a game. They were like six catches, 85 yards, just very possessional receivers, used their body really well, could break tackles, good red zone threats. So I think that um, with, with, with Juwan, I think he, he can beat that. You know, I think it's up to him to show us obviously uh, what, whether it starts tomorrow or later in the year, but yeah, I'm mm-hmm. excited about this receiving core. Um, I, I would have liked <clears throat> a big name guy to come in, but that also would have been uh, detrimental to the development. Crafted basically most of the guys that are on our roster right now anyway. So um, yeah, I mean, I think yeah, if we could have got a Julio, if, if we could have got a Julio Jones, that would have been, that would have been huge, but what we would have had to give up and what we, also, from what we had uh, given up to get Trey Lance, there wasn't much left unless you're trading a player, um, a high-caliber yeah. player. Yeah, and, th- and that's where we're at at this point, right, with our team. It's like, you know, uh, there's not a lot of fat trim with our team, mm-hmm. which leads me into, like, the, the offensive-defensive lines. Um, <laughs> nice little segue there, talking about the fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. well, but, 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 you know, honestly, like, you know, with, with the trenches, right, with our, with our team, you know, we had teams calling us to trade for, our, you know, our fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh, you know, defense alignment and rotation. Yep. And we didn't want to give up any of them. And we kept 11 fucking guys right on the defensive line. That is mm-hmm. typical John Lynch. I mean, he came from Tampa Bay and obviously in Denver and their systems. And, and, and John knows what it takes to win a championship. When he won it in Tampa, they had one of the best defenses of all time. Right. Uh, with yep. the 2000 bucks. And so. He knows how important a rotational, whether a Simeon Rice or fucking Brooks and Warren Sapp and the guys that he played with, Hall of Famers, man. Like he yeah. knows he knows that having that collapsible pocket and the uh, the edges, you know, really crushing on the sides and then basically giving the quarterback no fucking time to throw. Ask Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins in that in that playoff run that we had, how they felt about that. I mean, that's literally the formula and uh and he stuck to his guns man he was like nope i'm keeping 11 guys so i love it i, I like that we we kept our philosophy and our identity and um and are going to run with um you know with, with guys that are going to be fresh we're fresh legs and ready to rock and roll yeah and kyle shanahan echoes that sentiment too like he, he's talked about how when he's played madden with friends and they've done the you know the fantasy draft that he always goes with the defensive lineman first um, so that's huge. And I think there's a reason why they, they kept 11 guys is because they didn't want to just trade them away for, for nothing. I think they, at some point during the season, they probably will trade somebody away. And it's also insurance in case somebody gets hurt, like Javon Kinlaw, yeah. 
he hasn't been <clears throat> healthy and he might not play week one because of that knee issue that he's having. But I, I would almost like to see Eric Armstead get traded. Uh, I think that he doesn't provide enough in return for what he's getting paid. Uh-huh. And uh, and that could be easily replaced with Kinlaw, DJ Jones. Um, uh, was it Kerr that we have? He's pretty solid. He can play inside um, sometimes. I like Kevin Gibbons a lot. I think he has a lot of potential. He, he has like one of the quickest get offs the line uh, that I've uh-huh. seen. And, and it's even though he's, he could be a little undersized, but yeah, I think. And then since Eric Armstead is a bigger name, you might be able to get more in return for him. Clear about that 17 mil off the cap space. And that just creates more opportunities for next season, bringing guys in since we're not going to have that draft capital. If we do want to improve the team, we're going to have to do it through free agency. Ar- Armstead needs uh, the guys around him to be great, right? So he needs exactly. Bosa mm-hmm. and, and Ekuban and, and uh, Buckner. Buckner. year was like you know otherworldly yeah I, I i think that he needs he needs all those guys to be firing all cylinders for him to be great the one thing i will tell you about armstead though man he's always available right yeah that's true like like he's he's rarely is he missing games and i think we get frustrated because of how high he got drafted and how he looked in fucking shorts and a t-shirt i saw him at the at the marriott you know night before the <laughs> the chiefs game. And I was just enamored with, you know, I mean, the guy's huge dude. Like the monster, yeah. he looks like one of the yeah. monsters from fucking space jam, but you know, he doesn't play like that all the time, which is frustrating. Cause you would want him to like, you know, be like this elite uh, pass rusher. And he's just not, um, yeah. I don't know if I feel comfortable giving him away this year. I think, I think it's a similar situation to Buckner. If he plays well or decent and, you know, we, we end up wanting to, uh, get something like a first or a second for him, and then we have another guy who can step in, like you said, like a Gibbons or a Contavious Street or someone who maybe just like surprises us this year. Then we can maybe shave off some money there. But on the defensive side, man, I couldn't be happier. Offensive side, I, I love our alignment. I think Trent Williams to me is a godsend. You know, he's from the heavens, and and we we really lucked <laughs> out. Um, yep. He he's just like I just want to give him a hug, man. Like he's one of those guys that I feel so safe around him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Like hopefully Jimmy and Trey Lance do too. <laughs> I do. I feel so like I, I, I feel like he like, Yeah, he's the best in the league, man. Yeah. He's he's like one A, one B with uh Bakhtiari, I think. Yep, yeah. No, he he's incredible, dude. He actually might be my next jersey because I, I think I need to be rocking a seventy one with that patch, man, because he's You should. Uh I do I am. I, I think he's um he's so important to what we need to do and um can can really uh help us in terms of minimizing damage that an opposing like beast defensive edge edge guy can do. So uh, moving on now, man, because I want to make sure that we cover, uh, you know, the, the linebackers and, uh, and corners here. Um, yeah. I, I, I heard, I heard Fred Warner's pretty good at football, right? Yeah. He, he he's, uh, he's done a few things, you know, <laughs> he's, he's going to be, he's going to be one of the best linebackers uh, for the next few years. So we're, yeah. we're solid there. I love Dre, Dre Greenlaw. Yeah. It's just another fifth round pick that, you know, the 49ers nailed and uh, yeah, it's just been, it, it's been <clears throat> solid. What kind of worries me though. I mean, outside of that, it's mostly going to be probably two linebacker uh, yeah. defensive sets. Yeah. Um, but then, man, if if Warner gets hurt, that's gonna be that's gonna be a huge dip in uh, performance. Um, yeah. So hopefully he doesn't, and then we should be fine. Aziz Al Al Shahir, he's he's solid too. I like him. Um, he still needs to get some 
show some growth and some improvement. Uh, Marcel Harris, I think he's he can do a lot for the team. You know, yeah. move from safety or safety over to linebacker. It's probably going to be really solid on special teams for us, along with Demetrius uh, Flanagan fouls. But um, other than that, I don't I don't really want to see him playing on defense. But I think they'll contribute a lot on special teams. Well, Fred Warner is the, the the quarterback of our of our defense, man. So you lose him, like you're going to take a dip in yeah. terms of performance. Um, so he is he is very important. And unfortunately, the problem when you're so good at something, the drop off between you and the next guy is very like drastic. It it, it will you know minimize or di- diminish like your overall output because you're not in there anymore right so obviously like i don't want to hope like any of these guys get injured but yeah you're right i mean he's so fucking good and so important to our defense and and just kind of being the coach out there that uh we are very dependable on him you know making sure that he holds us together because we don't have richard sherman in the back end anymore there's a lot of young guys out there besides jason barrett i mean it's a toss up on who's really going to be consistently playing on the other side. And that's hoping that Jason Barrett doesn't get hurt. Uh, Cause if mm-hmm. he does, then we have, I mean, we might be rolling with fucking Thomas and Lenore, you know, as, as our starters, if Mosley can't stay on the field. I mean, there's a lot of question marks back there. I, I think I would have liked for them to have gotten obviously Sherman back. Uh, but I think they made up for it with Josh Norman. I love Josh Norman. I think from a veteran presence, he's going to be huge yep. for the development of the guys. Um, and, and Norman right now is, is, uh, he has a one, one, one mind mindset, right? He, he just wants to win a ring. Right. And he'll do everything he can to help those guys. And it's not about the stats for him. It's not about starting. It's not, it's about what can I do to help us host that trophy in February? So I'll take it. Uh, I think he's a hell of a player. Um, he was obviously, you know, one of the best, if not the best cornerback in 2015, 2016. Um, so you know, he, he might not be the same guy now, but I think we, he, he'll help us uh, in the long run. I agree. Yeah, solid solid depth piece right there. Um, I don't think he plays week one with uh, um, Mosley's injury. I think it'll probably be, like you said, uh, we talked about uh, before was Diamador Lenore. I think he'll be there. Um, Ombre Thomas, he's intriguing. I don't think he's going to be ready yet right away. Maybe yeah. – middle of the season hopefully we don't need to see that but yeah josh norman's gonna be huge and possibly since it was a one-year deal might be a guy they try to bring back next year uh he was already talking about in the press conferences how much he loves it here uh the team environment just the the scenery of you know being in california so you know with that being again kind of COVID affected and the salary cap um because of that um he goes with a one-year deal and then hopefully maybe he gets a bigger deal next season or something so yeah yeah and you you like to have guys like that that are playing in like a year or playing for something more but whether like mm-hmm. like jimmy you know jimmy might be playing for his next team right now we don't know right like so you want to have guys that mentally are like you know i need to bust my ass and play my best football and put on my best tape because whether it's to resign here and stay here or to go and be the starter somewhere else you know, it's motivating. And, and that's what life's about, man. You, you know, you got you to gotta have motivation. You got to have ambition. You got to have, like, something to work towards. And I think uh, our guys have that. Um, and I actually forgot to ask you about the tight ends. Not, not that we need to worry about uh, <laughs> yeah, our, we know. Our, our tight ends. But, uh, I mean, George Kittle, obviously, I think is, uh, you know, when he's on the field, um, pound for pound is just as good as Travis Kelsey, if not better, in terms of his production. Um, yeah. And we got I, solid depth there with yeah. Dwelly and Warner too, so I'm I'm happy with that. 
Yep. Yeah, with yeah. Those guys. I, I, I know, Keeping I, those three. I know how much you love Jordan Matthews, um, but yeah, I mean, I think um, you know, I like I like the three that you mentioned, so yeah, it would be good. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> safeties, they're they're all solid too. Uh, I mean, if they could stay healthy, Jimmy Ward and Tart are are borderline Pro Bowlers, and then the intriguing thing with T- Telanoa Hufunga, man, I just. Mm-hmm. I, he just needs to be on the field. This guy is just electric. He's going to be something special, I think, too. Another like yeah. fifth round, late late round draft pick. That's going to be a stud. He just oh, needs, yeah. he just needs a spot. And basically, he, he's kicking one of these starters off because they're probably not going to bring back Tart or Ward. One of those guys is going to be, you know, looking for another team because this guy is probably, you know, they're excited about him. Yeah, well, I think he's going to be our starter uh, in no time. I mean, starting tomorrow, but yeah, he. He for sure is going to be a guy that a lot of people in the league are going to be like, who's this number 29 mm-hmm. with the hair flop in, you know, like, like Palomalu was. And he may not play the same exact style as Troy Palomalu, but um, he is a very instinctive football player that will find his way to the, you know, the ball carrier or the receiver uh, and create, you know, some kind of havoc, whether it's a nice hit or, or, you know, punch the ball out of the, you know, the carrier's hand. So, I think mm-hmm. we're I think we're we're gonna see some highlights from him all all season. And so, what is, with this roster, what do you, what do you think? What's the expectation of this football team? How far are they going? I mean, my my head is in February. I mean, I'm I'm all roads lead to LA. You know, all yep. roads lead to to SoFi Stadium. Uh, that that. I mean, I have a buddy who asked me on. Uh, he was doing some kind of you know pool of picking a team as a lock for the whole season and. He said he was afraid about the Niners because of our division and, and our quarterback situation. I'm just I'm thinking to myself, man, you just lost yourself a lot of money, buddy. Because I would yep. I would I would pick San Francisco um, as as the team to to really overcome some of the adversity from last year. And uh, and whether I was honestly like whether we were doing this podcast or not, I, I still would think that San Francisco um, is the best team in that division and is going to compete with Tampa Bay for a spot in. February in LA SoFi Stadium. So Tampa is a great team. I think uh, they match well with us, but I think the the X factor is can we get to Tom Brady and um, you know make it miserable for him. It's really what it boils down to. Yeah, I agree. This this roster is definitely built for winning now and winning in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Uh, any anything less is is just not acceptable with this. And but yeah, they're they're definitely built for it, and they're built for the long run and. I'm excited, man. I think I think they can take it. I, like yep. you said, Bucks are going to be the only ones possibly standing in their way because they have a solid roster up and down too. Um, we'll find out. We'll find out who who uh, who Green Bay is in two weeks. Okay, when they, when they yeah, come not... to, when they come to San Francisco, and I know they're the the darling and the Super Bowl pick for a lot of analysts and people out there. Yeah. We're gonna we're we're gonna see who, who Green Bay is on Sunday Night Football in two weeks. I promise you that. Yeah, that'll be like I think that'll be uh, the first real test for the 49ers, right? It will be. It will be. I think I think Philly will be a test just because of their front four and it's an away game and it's in a you know their home opener. So I don't see that game being as as much of a blowout as I do tomorrow. But um, it all depends on obviously too Trey Lance. Trey Lance is going to be the X factor in a lot of these games, man, because. If they give defenses fits with him, you know, coming in and running him in a different scheme, it's it's going to be a problem. But on a Green Bay side of the ball, I mean, it they, they they're gonna they, they don't like to play the style of football that we play, and we're gonna force them mm-hmm. to. So. Yep, 
I agree. All right, brother. Well, I appreciate it, man. We'll uh, lock and load it for tomorrow, week one, baby. Yes, sir. It's been a good one. Yep, you got it, man. Thank you for listening to First and Gold.